Hi, thanks for joining us today on SPN Girls Podcast with Michaela, Liz, and Rachel. And just beware, there are spoilers ahead, not just for this episode, for the season and beyond, because we can get off track a little bit. <laughs> and this is recorded on Zoom, so there may be some technical difficulties, or the audio is a little funky, but just bear with us. Hello, my name is Liz Ashley, and I uh, I found Supernatural. My friend actually recommended it to me, and um, I knew about it from like like other people who liked it. But I finally watched it, and then I fell in love with it. So that's how I found it. Um, I'm Michaela Island. I found it beginning of high school, so this was like 2014, 2015. I don't know, I was just going through Netflix trying to find something to watch, and it popped up, and yeah. Well, I'm Rachel Anholt. Um, I found it, like, two days before I started freshman year of high school. I was supposed to be, like, doing my summer reading, and I was like, hey, I'm going to watch this show instead. Um, I don't know, I think I just happened upon it on Netflix, and then I instantly got addicted to it. And then I finished it, like, at the end of my senior year. So it's kind of fun that way, but that's my story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so should we just jump in with the first episode? Sure. So, of course, the pilot is the very first episode of season one. And I'm getting, I'm going to read a little bit from the Supernatural Wiki, which is the supernatural.fandom.com one. So I don't like the other one as much for some reason. I don't know. That's just me, because there's multiple Supernatural wikis. Uh, yeah, I like the fandom one, too. Um, so, obviously, so it says that it was, the air date was September 13th, 2005, written by Kripke, and then it says it was directed by David Nutter. I have no idea who that is, but he directed it. <laughs> I don't know who that is, either. Yeah, it says he only directed the pilot and Wendigo. Hmm. That was pretty much it. <laughs> oh, he directed. He's directed several Game of Thrones episodes. I feel like everybody starts on Supernatural. Then <laughs> I've never seen exactly. Well, watching, I haven't seen it either. But watching Supernatural, I'll be like, oh hey, there's that actor that I've seen in this other show that I love. I'm like, oh, I have no idea. And then it's like all these different people in the same show that I didn't know worked together. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it says two brothers, Sam and Dean Winchester, witness their mother's paranormal death as children and grow up trained to fight by a distraught father who wants nothing more than to hunt down the thing that killed his wife. Sam escapes to college to start a new normal life, but gets pulled back in after Dean shows up on his doorstep to tell them their father is missing. Uh, following clues from an eerie phone message from him, the boys travel to a small town and encounter a vengeful spirit called the Woman in White, who then starts to haunt Sam. That's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I really like the pilot. I think it's. I think it's really good. Like sometimes I forget how jam packed it is with like information and like all this other kind of stuff. It's crazy to think. That they put all that in one episode, but it was yep, really good. right. And you'd think that it would end after, um, like, on kind of Sam having to 
make a decision whether he's going to continue on this road trip with Dean or go back for the interview. You'd think that it would end there on like that cliffhanger, but then it keeps going and ends on like an even bigger cliffhanger. And it's like, I love it that way. (laughs) Yeah, it is weird because it doesn't, it ends kind of just like the same way that it begins. Mm-hmm. Like it's the exact. Um, yeah. Obviously, they they made that choice when they were filming it, but <laughs> the beginning, the intro, it ends the same way as the ending. They're just back both on the car, like yeah. The ending. I also I think the ending's like really epic when they like put the like the car down and they're like, we've got work to do. I love that part. It's yep. Funny. Yep. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's a very um. Sorry. <laughs> You're okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, I feel like it's ending it like that is almost like kind of a like a a cheesy way to like um kind of ex not explain but like lead into the next episode and the rest of the season. But it it works really well in this situation, um, or in like in the end of that episode. I feel like so it's because I you see that a lot in shows where it's like episode or a movie or whatever will end with like we've got work to do but I feel like in this it works really well without making it like too you know what I mean yeah I agree yeah I do too <laughs> I think yeah, that do. would be cool <laughs> I don't know what that is but the trivia yeah okay well, let's see so it's ta- it lists the antagonist which is Constance Wells Azazel and then Brady but we don't really know about him until later. Right. Which right. is kind of, I mean, it makes sense they put him in, but it, because he only comes in, um, I'm, don't know this off the top of my head, but it says he comes in in season five. That would be cool if I just knew that. But. <laughs> I always forget about Brady. <laughs> because Me he doesn't too. show up for a while. It's like, they do a good job tying things in, but this is one of the ones where you're like, they kind of almost make it up a little bit. It seems like they just sort of decided we're going to tie someone in. Yeah. Because I don't think we ever actually, because it yeah. says he's unseen in this. So we never see Brady ever. Right. It seems like they just yeah. wanted something to tie back in. It's very strange. This would be like a Zayn <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And then, so it also says multiple changes to the final episode script were made prior to the show's airing. Uh, John and Mary were first written as being in a car crash caused by a demon where she didn't survive. Also, they're in the uh, first or the earliest drafts. Their last names were Harrison. John's first name was going to be Jack. And originally, Sam and Dean were to be raised by their aunt and uncle without knowledge of the supernatural. Yeah, that, that I, I don't think, think that that might be... work. No, but I almost want to see that now that I've heard that that's like what they were going to do. I almost want to see like how that would play out like that. Well, don't we kind of see that in the, the wish episode? Right. But if like, but the parents aren't dead. Yeah. Yeah. Also, who would their aunt and uncle be? Like, would it be Bobby? Would it be somebody else? See, Bobby would be cool, but then they would Mm. have to know about the supernatural at that point. Mm. Yeah. Right. Maybe at that point, Bobby still has his wife, and then she dies, and then we find out. Ooh, that would be cool. There's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then it says, 
Uh, the original plan in shooting the bridge scene where the boys jump off, both Jensen and Jared were planned to go in the river. However, there was a costuming error. They only had enough for one of them to fall in. <laughs> and I just, I feel like, I mean, it is a, a pilot. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny, though. That is funny. Okay, and then it says the streets used are the names of streets from Eric Kripke's hometown of Toledo, Ohio. That one's not as interesting. <laughs> I heard about that one <laughs> And then Sam's comments suggest his father is an alcoholic. That one does come up. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I feel like it just comes with being the job of a hunter. A lot of the people that are hunters, they are alcoholics. <laughs> I feel like... I don't yeah, know. I feel like I'm. A, I would be too if I did that job. Right. <laughs> or you'd at least yeah, have. It's just. It's just part of the job. Yeah, you'd have some sort of like crutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. The next one is the scene on the bridge where the Impala suddenly starts itself is remarkably similar similar to a scene in the pilot episode of the X Files. Um, where protagonist Mulder and Scully exit their car after it dies and turns itself back on a few moments later. Hmm. Hmm. I've never seen the X Files. <laughs> Me neither. Don't they? But now I almost want to see that little scene. Mm -hmm. Didn't they? I forget which season at all, but somewhere in the show they like reference those characters. I think they do several times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Sam's life and story share many similarities with Tim Jensen, the lead character of Boogeyman, also written by Eric Kripke. Both characters are haunted by a supernatural past and creature that took it both a parent and by the time the credits roll, their blonde living girlfriend's name's Jessica. <laughs> That's funny. Jesse is a, you know, writing style. <laughs> if it works, it works. Yeah, hey. Don't fix it if it ain't broke. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Winchester, the brother's last name, is also the name of a well-known rifle manufacturer called Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Also the name of the town I live in. <laughs> um, the heiress to the rifle fortune, Sarah Winchester, built a house in San Jose. She was convinced spirits would kill her if she completed construction of her California home. Sarah used her fortune to continue uninterrupted round-the-clock construction on it for 38 consecutive years. Since her death, the sprawling Winchester Mystery House has become a popular tourist attraction known for its many staircases and corridors leading nowhere, a sprawling maze, and considered to be haunted by the ghosts of all the people killed with the Winchester rifles. I heard of that. I, I watched um, a paranormal-like exploring video on YouTube um, where they like go throughout the house and they're like, look at this staircase that leads to a wall and like this door that leads to outside on the third floor. I want to go there. <laughs> I, I love looking at houses and seeing like weird things that like don't have any kind of purpose. So I would love to go there and look at that. But... Just maybe a cool place just to see, you know? Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, Buzzfeed yeah. Unsolved went there, and that's how I know it. <laughs> I love that. I think Misha went there for one gish too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then their last name being used in reference to the rifle is only brought up once the entire series. I think 
that's in the episode, like this, that's in the season where it's the people, not monsters, because he gives, because um, Dean gives, I don't remember the cop's name. He pretends to be his uncle or whatever, cousin, uncle, and says the name. And she's like, oh, like the rifle. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember that. The Bender episode? I don't remember. Yes, yes. I don't know what episode you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like they had to mention it like at least once just to acknowledge the fact that it's, you know, the same name. But I feel like it would have been overdone if they did it any more than that one time. So they yeah, had to like every save time it. <laughs> they met a cop. It's like, oh, like, like the rifle? <laughs> yeah, it would get old pretty fast. <laughs> okay, the next one is, or the last one, the last trivia. When Dean asks Sam to help him locate their missing father, he claims not to have spoken to Sam in two years. Although Sam has attended Stanford for almost four years, suggesting the brothers had some degree of contrast between Sam's leaving for school and the events of the episode. Another interruption is that Sam completed the first two years of his undergraduate study in a community college or interpretation or um, online school. Then when he was ready to leave the nest, he got into Stanford to complete the second two years of his degree. I didn't even notice that. I didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. Should we go through the errors? Do you want to do that? Sure. All right. <laughs> okay. So at 1906, in the background of the window, a flat terrain can be seen. Uh, but just as the brothers park, a hill with trees beside the road can be seen. I feel like that's probably a common, going to be a common error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it's a pilot, but you know, like they didn't know it was going to go anywhere. Yeah, I know one error. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, um, so Constant, Constance, the um, the lady in white, she jumped off that bridge, but like later when Dean falls, he's fine. And so that's like a continuity error, kind of. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait a second. If the whole thing is about how she jumped off the bridge and died, why did Dean <laughs> fall off the bridge and not die? <laughs> he just, he can't die yet. So I was fine. <laughs> that is surprisingly not mentioned in this list of errors. I didn't even think of that one. Okay. So the next one, uh, when Mary is pinned to the ceiling, her blood drips on Sam Yet when John sees her body and falls down screaming, he looks in another direction that would make it impossible for Mary's blood to drip on Sam. That's also true. I feel like I I feel like if I were to walk into a room, I would notice if there was somebody on the ceiling. Yeah. Like when you exactly. walk into a room, like those you are can... not very high ceilings. Right. When I walk into my bedroom, I can see my ceiling. Mm-hmm. So I I don't get how you would miss somebody on like also like if someone were to. It's like changing in like a wall color. You walk in, you notice that. <laughs> exactly. I think I would really <laughs> hope I would notice somebody on my ceiling. <laughs> yeah, really. Like you walk into a room and you can see the tiniest spider on the ceiling like right away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, exactly. And the person is a lot bigger than a spider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why with Sam, like it takes him to like lay down in his bed to notice and I'm like, what are you And close his eyes. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe she just suddenly appeared. That's true. That could, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, the next one. Uh, when Sam criticizes Dean's choice in music, 
Dean takes a Metallica tape off of Sam and puts the cassette in the stereo. But instead of playing of Metallica playing either, depending on um, which version you have, Back in Black by ACDC or A Gift to the World by Loveless starts playing. And it's depending on um, either the what, DVD or Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of funny because oh. I, I feel like that happens a lot. Like all, like they never actually play the music that they say is going to play. I think in season Weird. one I heard that like because it came out before streaming did that they didn't have they didn't they weren't able to like get the rights to the music and so like they had to replace it on Netflix. So I think that's what happened at least in like the first season. I just think it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, They're like yeah, let's use Metallica. Let's play some Metallica. And there's ACDC. What? It's true. You, like, you'd think that they would like they'd play whatever music they can get, and then they would say that music, not like some other thing. But it says but it on the cassette. Me. I don't know. You would think they wouldn't name the cassette unless they knew they could play that song. Right. Exactly. Or they would someone like, was going to notice. <laughs> okay. Next, it says Dean shoots. Con- These are not in order at all i can like it's very it's somewhat annoying um but dean shoots constance and she dissipates but he seems to shoot her with regular bullets oh yeah oh yeah they haven't even like introduced the whole salt like thing i I forget what they're called now that i'm thinking of it but um they seem to like not even introduce that whole idea yet so i I guess it, it would kind of be like confusing for the audience to see like salt everywhere you know when they like shoot a gun salt comes out the audience is like what's going on and they probably just didn't have time to explain it in that first episode mm-hmm. the same time there is that whole like very inconsistent <laughs> it is a very inconsistent show yeah it is unless they're like iron bullets or something yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's probably what they would have used. Yeah, that's true. Uh, The next one is, in the scene where Dean gets arrested, his coat collar jumps up and down. That also happens a lot in this show. I never noticed. Or not just, like, clothes, but, like, blood. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. They are not consistent at all with their blood. (laughs) Not at all. You think they would just look back at previous takes and be like, "All right, it looks like this here, so let's make it look the same." <laughs> yeah, especially like in the later oh, seasons, once they realized that it started, it was gonna, you know, take off, mm-hmm. or that it was at least popular. <laughs> you would think they would actually say, "Like, okay, we maybe need to start making some consistency." Like, I get the first couple of seasons; they're not one hundred percent sure, but right. at a certain point. <laughs> That is very true. Yeah. Like, what, once the show got, like, really big, you'd think that they'd have the time and the money to, like, make it consistent, but... They couldn't even hire, like, a fan. No. <laughs> because a fan would have seen everything. That is so true. That's what all shows should do. Just hire a fan to make sure everything is consistent. Yeah. Like, yeah. a super fan. That would be a really good <laughs> job. That would be a fun job. I'd take that job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> okay, the next one. The sign on the door handle of the motel room gets stuck on the door frame as Dean leaves, but is straight a moment later as the cop is walking to the door. Right. It's a, another one of those inconsistencies. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, uh, John leaves Dean a note with the coordinates 35 and 11, uh, what, not 11, 111, presuming we, uh, meaning 35 degrees north latitude and 111 degrees west longitude. Sam reads a map and says the place is in Colorado. In fact, these coordinates are in Arizona. I don't think it's that hard to look up coordinates. They couldn't have done that and then put the right one in there. Always forget <laughs> what those numbers mean. <laughs> I mean, it was filmed in 2005. True. True. That's another thing we have to think about. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I was four I, years yeah. old then. <laughs> really weird. But, I mean, they're like globes are a thing, you know, and they have the lines with the longitude and latitude. And they okay. could have been like, a, this, is, this is generally Colorado. And then, pick, and then like, these are generally the numbers. Here you go, you know? Oh, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I, I wonder like, why they chose those numbers. That'd be interesting to find out. That would be interesting. Maybe they just, like, made it up. They're just like, oh, well. <laughs> these numbers work well. I like them. Right. They look nice. They work easy enough. They're aesthetically them. pleasing for this piece of paper. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, fire engines in Lawrence, Kansas during the 1980s were painted lime green, not red. But I feel like if they were to use a lime green truck, people would have been very confused. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I feel like that is It's definitely one of those things where it makes sense. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's for the audience, not yeah, because they I wouldn't feel like making it right. Yeah, if I saw that, I would be like, why? why is it green? <laughs> what's happening I kind of want I kind of want to see a lime green fire truck now <laughs> just google Kansas the 1980 <laughs> that's funny okay and the last error that listed is in Sam's place at college is a photograph of Mary and John the same one that was on the mantle in the house that burned to the ground 22 years earlier. It would be impossible for that same photograph to still exist since all their possessions were destroyed in the fire unless he had a duplicate made from the original negative, probably when he left 210 Stanford. Yeah, that is weird. That is something that I didn't think about, really, but they have pictures. The house couldn't have burned to the ground if in... Is it this season when they go back to Lawrence? I don't know, and they get that box. Yeah. 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 That is the season, I think. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I've got too many seasons in my head. (laughs) I've got 15. Yeah, right. It's all like one big season. (laughs) I think that is the season. So the house couldn't have burned to the ground. Right. There must have been like some of it left. And also, they stayed in Lawrence afterwards for a bit, right? We learned that later, later on. I think so. Sam says, we're not exactly the Bradys, and his friend says, and I'm not exactly the Huxtables. Sam is referring to the family in the TV show, The Brady Bunch. I feel like there's not much that I need to say about that one. Um, and his <laughs> let people know what that is. His friend mentions the Brady's uh, 80s African-American equivalent from The Cosby Show, The Huxtables. Um, and then Dean says, I love the Smurfs, when Jessica walks out in her t-shirt. <laughs> oh my gosh here it says some fans believe that dean is referring not to the smurfs on jessica's shirt but to the pair underneath oh, no. that's the entire <laughs> point it's a very low-cut shirt that's why he's making that comment 
<laughs> he's not referring to this verse. <laughs> some fans think so, though. Only some, not all of them. I just think it's um, so funny that he oh, said that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's a very, like, it's true to character. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though very it's his brother's true. girlfriend, so true to character. <laughs> very much. Yeah. Um, so then um, the next one is, so he's, Sam says it, so he's working overtime on a Miller time shift, summer back, stumble back in sooner or later, and then continues on saying, yeah, he's just deer hunting up at the cabin, and he's probably got Jim, Jack, and Jose along with him. So all references to alcohol, Miller is beer, John Bean is bourbon, Jack Daniels is whiskey, and Jose is a tequila. <laughs> Miller time refers to a well-deserved break relaxation probably with friends after a hard day's work i didn't actually know that i didn't know that either yeah i didn't know that either <laughs> dean in this episode actually says to the two fbi agents agent Mulder, agent scully oh, so, so that comes back into this right. one yeah <laughs> um so then dean later on says okay thank you unsolved mysteries so that was a tv show that featured reenactments of unsolved crimes and many of the stories hinted at paranormal phenomena. They make so many, you know, like references to different paranormal TV shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Unsolved Mysteries. I actually didn't catch that when I rewatched it. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, then Dean gives his name as Ted Nugent, which is the first of Dean's rock star aliases. I have no idea who he is, so I just Googled him. He plays guitar. He's also known as the Nug. Motor City Madman and Uncle Ted. Yeah. Uh, so he was um, part of a band that played psychedelic rock and hard rock. And uh, now he's on his own. So I didn't know if that was an actual. I thought that was just like a made up name. So did I. Yeah, I didn't know that was a musician. Um, it and then, sounded like a real name to me. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't look it up. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, that's just some person's name. <laughs> Um, then the last one is Sam. What were you thinking shooting Casper in the face? You freak. Um, that is Casper the Friendly Ghost. They do talk about Casper several times, I believe. They do. They they do. We'll have to make note of that when it happens next. (laughs) Yeah. Keep a tally. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, and then some of the, oh, what were you saying? Oh, and like when they use Scully and I forgot the other one. Mulder. Mulder, yeah. Okay, the quotes. Um, these are like the ones that show up again or are just funny. Uh, driver picks the music, shotgun shuts his cake hole. That one is very famous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Classic. Does he only say it this one time? I think so. I'm not sure, but I think so. And it's just become this I feel like, like <laughs> huge thing. It's kind of crazy. I feel like somebody said it in another episode, but I I don't remember exactly. They might have. I don't remember. Maybe if it was one of once once we meet Chuck, somebody says it in reference to the show or to the books. Yeah, I don't remember. But, yeah. Then we also get our That's first over. no chick flick moments and jerk bitch, which they come up again. Um, I feel and then that kind of died out for a little while which one the like chick them saying or... that to each other like it, the jerk bitch i feel like that kind of died out for like 
I don't I don't know if it was like a couple seasons or something, but I definitely remember like when I was like going through all the seasons and just watching like binging the show. And then I heard it in an episode. I was like, wait a second, I haven't heard that in a really long time. <laughs> so I think I kind of like forgot to include it. And they were like, Oh yeah, that's a thing that we have to do. So Wouldn't be the first the time <laughs> in this show. I think you're right. Like, I think this is later seasons they stop saying it as much. And then you know, yeah. we also have Dean getting mad about you know, um, if you screw up my car, I'll kill you. That's... <laughs> um, and then Dean says that Constance chick, what a bitch. I always laugh when he says that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's always yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, Sam says we got work to do. Mm-hmm. And then we have the very funny scene with the police where they ask him if he's it ask Dean if he's got anything that's real and he says, My boobs. <laughs> it makes me crack up every time. It's pretty funny. It's just like, it's the way that he says it mm-hmm. and the face that he makes. He's so serious. <laughs> I mean he's not lying, they are real. <laughs> Season one, Dean is so funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that was the first episode of of our podcast. <laughs> um, tune in next week when we talk about the second episode, Wendigo. Thank you guys so much for watching um, or listening, <laughs> and we'll uh, see you next time. You can follow our Instagram at SPN Girls Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And if you would like to be a special guest on our show or send us some questions or topics you would like to cover, email us at spngirlspodcast at gmail.com. If you really love this podcast and you want to hear more, the best way to help us out would be to like, subscribe, and support our Patreon. On Patreon, we are going to post an unedited version of the podcast every week, and every month we are going to hang out on a Zoom.